Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Eli Mistel. Am I saying his name correctly? You know that guy that looks like the bastard stepchild of uh, the the ring announcer? You know the guy that was Mike Tyson's... Uh, why am I forgetting his name? Michael Buffer? No, the guy that used to be the... Um, Nose Lane? The manager for Mike Tyson with, oh, the, with uh, the hair. Oh, that would be Don King. Don King. Yeah, this he guy does. looks like Don King. You know what I'm talking about? He's like a fatter version yes, of Yes, I know exactly. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, yes. he's a so-called justice correspondent for MSNBC, once again fanning the flames of hatred and division while on the Mehdi Hassan show. I know nobody's heard the of it. The what show. show? It's called the Mehdi Hassan Is show. Is that on it's, in New York or in Tehran? Yeah. Okay. It's a national show. It's on MSNBC. It's some British yeah, guy. I'll have to catch um, it. He, so listen to Eli, right? My, he explains why the Second Amendment's original purpose was to preserve white supremacy and slavery. This guy's like a, also a self-proclaimed historian and author. No mention that the actual purpose of the Second Amendment was to ensure that civilian forces could counteract a tyrannical federal government. But listen to the garbage this he spewed on MSNBC. This is what those white guys said when they were debating the Second Amendment. They said that they needed a Second Amendment because they needed the armed, disciplined, that was their word, militia to put down slave revolts. And they were worried that under the original Constitution, the federal government had all of the power to raise the militia, right? The Southerners needed the militias to put down slave revolts because, you know, Mendy, (laughs) it's a little bit difficult to hold people in bondage against their will so you needed you needed some military superiority i mean all i'm going to say to you lydia is i know you don't care because you like it too but the next guy or person that yells at me or makes fun of me for watching the real housewives of anywhere i'm going to punch you across the face because i'd much rather watch that than to watch something like you just played and quite frankly 99 percent of political (laughs) talk on television it is just so depressing and they lie and it's it's gross, is it not? It's complete propaganda. I just don't understand, like, where is the censorship? Where is the – how does – and you know it's really scary, though, when you look at the social media comments, people are saying, like, wow, I never thought of it that way. He's got a point. He's right. And then I look at the people's profiles, and they're white people. So wh- that's who's watching MSNBC because people in the hood, they're like, ha, that's a joke. Oh, my God, this guy, he's making some money off of these fools. But you've got real- white people that yeah. are in middle America or wherever or on the Upper East Side or the Upper West Yeah, no, 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 they're, no, 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 they're, they're, they're not middle America. But you just, you know, <laughs> Upper East Side, Upper West Side, Los Angeles and uh, other parts. Not the folks like uh, that. Uh, what's that uh, radio host? I like her very much. He's on Fox news all the time she wrote that book fly over nation she's great that's the middle america that we love they fly american flags their kids actually go fight you know those are the folks with broken you know th- three-wheeled bicycles and then three-legged dogs and that type of thing those are real americans the folks you're talking about they live right here 
They're in their own little bubble world where they feel so bad. I tell this story all the time, but it's true. When I worked for Fox 5, you guys were just talking about Rosanna. They had me do a story about stop, question, and frisk, and they wanted me to get both sides. And they said, listen, Lydia, you know, they were getting rid of it because this was during de Blasio. And they said, listen, go to the Upper East Side and get people that want to keep stop, question, and frisk. And then we want you to go to the bad neighborhood, go to like Harlem or wherever, where people will say they want to, you know, they want to get rid of it. It was the opposite. The Upper East Side people were like, oh, it's so it's so horrible what they do right. to African-American individuals, right. and they violate their civil rights. And then meanwhile, I go to the hood, and the hood are like, keep that. Yo, yo, yeah, they should be. They should be <laughs> yeah. stop questioning Frisk. I am sick and tired of people shooting up my child. My child deserves to walk down the street and say, we need more police here. Where are the police? I mean, it's a, they're in a bizarre world. They're completely out of touch with reality. They don't care. They just don't. It doesn't affect their kids. They don't care. Oh, it's the blacks up in Harlem. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get rid of it uh, because it's, it violates their civil rights. Who cares if all their kids are getting killed and grandma and uh, you know everybody's getting shot at? They don't care. They're just they're, they're woke tard uh, heads in the sand. Uh, morons is what they are, and they're disgusting. And uh, they're gonna get shell- they're gonna get shellacked this November. It's over. It's over for these people. I'm sick of them. Sick of all of them. Thinking they're doing good when not really thinking they're doing good. They should know better uh, because the, the, the statistics are apparent to anyone out there that the blacks, in by by large by ninety nine percent of the, the shooting victims in in, in in cities are black. White people are okay. We're all good. So forget about your moral superiority and uh, you're worrying about violating civil rights. Shut your mouth and, and, and stay out of the picture. Yeah, this guy, Eli Mistel, he never mentions that 90% of the uh, people that are perpetuating these crimes are people of color against other people of color. Why don't they mention that? And also, their stop, question, and frisk is such a violation of our human rights, civil rights for, for African-American men and everything. Do you remember the shoe bomber? One guy tried to blow, blow up a plane with his shoe, and ever since then, we all have to take off our shoes in order to get on a plane. So we took that deadly serious, and we all said, you know what? It's an inconvenience, but if it saves just one life, it's, it prevents one tragedy, it's worth it. Yeah, Why don't right, people right, have the same I, mindset that. when it comes yeah. to stop, question, and I, frisk? I, I Active policing. No, I didn't say that. Yeah, why don't they? Because <laughs> I can't believe they didn't freaking, say it. Yeah, I think they make me take my freaking shoes off and wait two hours online. I didn't say that. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But, but man, I'm sorry. But you know, Obama <laughs> used to say the same thing about gun control. He would say, "Well, if it just saves one life, it's worth it." He, but Obama actually used the that, that's a quote almost verbatim. You could say the same thing about uh, shutting down the border and all the fentanyl coming across. If it just saves one life. Well, it's worth it, right? You can use it for a lot of things, but it particularly does apply to stop and frisk. And if you explain stop and frisk to any right-minded uh, African-American, it's explaining to them that we're saving lives, we're saving your grandmother's life, we're saving your little sister's life, we're saving your life, and that's why you were unfortunately inconvenienced because it does suck to get stopped and frisked if you're innocent. It really does. Let's face it. It ain't right. I mean, it's it, 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 it's wrong. But it's a necessary evil if you want to save lives and get guns off the streets. If you explain it that way, any rational, right-minded person, black or white, would say, you know what, that makes sense to me. Let's do it, I think, anyway.
I know we got to wrap this up. One last thing. This guy, 19-year-old Christopher Martinez of the Bronx, they arrested him in the rape of a woman, right? And guess what? He was already wa- he he was already out on whatever you want to call a bail reform for attempted murder just the week before. He's only 19 years old, and he's been arrested 19 times. So we have a 19-year-old arrested 19 times, was arrested for attempted murder, was just arrested again for raping a woman. If I was this woman that got raped in that Bronx Park, I would sue the legislature. I would sue Sewer Cousins. I would sue Hasey and say, I would not have been raped, which I can't even imagine that kind of violation that she experienced, all because of you, of your stupid ideology or whatever the hell you guys are trying to prove here. Because a maniac like this, a monster like this, should have been behind bars. Well, well there's no ideology. They're trying to, they're trying to, they are black people trying to keep black people out of prison. Really don't worry. Eric Adams will put a poster up of, uh, Stuart Cousins is yeah. a picture we'll and of Heasty and say, look, these guys allowed uh, a rape to occur. Yes. You have rape on your hands. You have a yes. murder on your hands. You have assault. You sure have well. blood on your head. He's going to do that sure today, well. so don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, right. And then, but well, that's, that's what he should be doing know, instead that, of getting that, that, the freaking gun violence. That's really? been our that's complaint. That's been our complaint since day one. We have said... And a lot of folks on this station go, well, he can't do anything about it in terms of legislation and policy. And and what do we keep saying, specifically Bernie? Well, if he can't do that, we got it. We got it. We know how it works. At least name and shame. And he won't even do that. So he stop ha- trying to convince us he, he cares and he's trying to do something. He does nothing. They slam the door in his face. He left and he's done nothing since. He has the bully pulpit. He's a media whore. He's on all these uh, 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 fake news shows. He can do it. He won't do it. Right. He's not. He's done. He's not doing everything he can. So, he's a failure. Yep. Uh, so he Lydia could easily hold a nightly address like Biden did yesterday, and like you just said, Bernie, name and shame. We'll talk more about this and so many other topics tonight. Cats at night, five o'clock. You don't want to miss it. You never know who we'll have on Cats at Night, the John Katz Mitsidi show, where we stand for truth, justice, and the American way. You can't never tell, Lydia Serrano and the Bernie and Sitcher right now. Thank you very much, Lydia.